Welcome back to another episode of Tourism Geography's podcast. My name is Stephen Pratt and I'm coming to you from the University of Central Florida in Orlando, USA. I'm one of the editors of the journal Tourism Geographies. The journal Tourism Geographies is an international journal of tourism, space, place and environment. We hope you've been keeping well since the last episode and look forward to learning more about cutting-edge research in tourism and geographies published in the journal. Now let's get to this week's episode. Okay, this week we're joined by Felix Otto, and he's recently published a, a paper in Tourism Geographies titled Dark Diaspora Tourism, Experiences and Meanings in Liminal Spaces. Uh, Felix, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Steve. I read uh, this paper with a lot of interest. I, I don't know a lot about it before. I know I'm familiar with the concepts of liminality, but I, I found it very interesting you know, bringing in, in together the the dark tourism aspect and the diaspora tourism aspects. Just tell us and and the readers what motivated you to to undertake this research. All right, thank you so much, Steve. And uh, also thank you for giving me the opportunity to be part of this podcast. To set about rolling, I think one of the things that drew my attention to the idea of dark in diaspora tourism is the fact that, well, we know a lot of people travel for diaspora tourism. And then we also have studies that suggest that people travel for dark tourism. But then there is also the intersection between diaspora tourism and other types of tourism. Usually a lot of researchers don't actually look at that, the intersection between diaspora tourism and other types of tourism. So that was one of the initial motivations for going into this uh, study. And then there is also the aspect where, yes, we do investigate the experiences of tourists, but what does it really mean to look at the experiences of tourists? If someone says that I had a lovely experience, if someone says that I had a positive surprise, what does it really mean to the person? In marketing, we say that uh, consumers are not always aware of their actual motivation or actual intentions behind their decisions. So I wanted to look out for what is really the experiences. I wanted to dive deep into the experiences of diaspora tourism. And I think the theory of liminality was very useful in exploring this uh, concept. So maybe I can pause over here and then maybe you can proceed from there. Okay, great. Uh, thanks for that introduction. Um, so tell us a little bit about the background to this research. Uh, the context is, is, is Ghana. So maybe expand on that a little bit, please. All right. So in Ghana, Ghana is actually one of the, should I say, destinations. One of the countries that was actually part of the transatlantic uh, slave trade, the, what they call the TAST, TAST along with uh, countries like Senegal, Angola, Ghana is very famous uh, for a lot of African-American uh, tourists. A lot of them really want to visit Ghana and also those from the Caribbeans. They really want to visit Ghana because we have the physical memories of the transatlantic slave trade. We have the castles over there. We have about three castles actually in Ghana. And then we also have forts, forts that were used by the Europeans when they visited 
Ghana. These are still over there. They are in good shape. So a lot of people want to travel to Ghana to experience that not only about people in the African diaspora, but even people from all over the world, people who have different interests in tourism. So I was interested in this particular, I had previously conducted some studies uh, relating to these areas, but this one was very insightful. So it was very helpful to examine liminality within that concept. Okay. So who did you, just briefly, who did you speak to and how did you collect the data? Yeah, we, three events, historically speaking, there are three events that the government has initiated, uh, two of which have become very popular among diaspora tourists. One of them is the, what they call the Joseph Project that was launched somewhere around 2007. And then also we have uh, another project, which is the year of return that was launched somewhere in 2019, just before the COVID actually took over. And then we also have the year of return, which was launched after 2019. Now, these events have drawn a large number of people, diaspora tourists to visit Ghana, and especially to visit the dark diaspora site. So because of that, we I and my co-researcher, we decided to take advantage of that to learn about diaspora tourism, to learn about the experiences of diaspora tourists. We went to two of the prominent castles in Ghana, the Elmina castles, and then the Cape Coast castles. We were particularly interested in tourists who were from the African diaspora, regardless of which country they come from. For as long as they are part of the African diaspora, we were interested in them. We were also looking out for those who were willing and then also able to take part in the interview, especially because for our interview, it involved sensitive and what other researchers call taboo topics. At times it gets very sensitive for the people because of the experiences and how much they share it. So we were interested in people who were, who were willing to engage in those discussions. So we adopted the IPA, the Interpretive Phenomenological Approach in investigating or examining and then exploring the experiences of dark diaspora tourists. So those were the tools we mainly used. We started our interview in 2019 during the year of return, but because of the COVID-19 and then the travel restrictions that were associated with that, we had to pause and then continue uh, in 2022. So we continued from there. Altogether, we had about 40 people engaging in the study. They generally, they were very happy to be part of the study. But unfortunately, for some of them, uh, although they expressed an initial interest, they actually, some of them, we were not able to continue with the interview because as I said, the topics were very sensitive. So at times they get very emotional mm -hmm. and then we had to pause the interview maybe midway. So that is what we did. For who we engaged, we managed to get about 40 people to fully participate in the study. For those who participated, many of them were married. And then a number of them were also actually single. There mm -hmm. were those who were divorced. 
generally they were willing to identify themselves as diaspora tourists in general. And then also because they visited dark heritage sites in Ghana, yeah. we called them the dark diaspora tourists. So these are the people we looked at. Yeah, I, I think one thing to highlight, I think to mm -hmm. listeners is, uh, longevity and persistence that you did with the data collection that it wasn't just you know do a, a survey or or even interviews you know in a one week period and just uh, you know bang out right up the results and bang out the publication but that you really took quite a, a great deal of time and effort mm -hmm. finding these people and also I want to highlight the the importance of addressing you know taboo topics but also to acknowledge that it's not easy to do. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, factors in terms of care for the potential participants in, mm. in you know, in doing the interview. So yeah, that's really good. You you mentioned a couple of um, concepts and theories. Can you just touch a, a little bit more in depth on on some of these theories that you used for uh, listeners who might not be familiar with them? We considered the liminality theory. Right. We looked at that. Basically, what it says is what it suggests is that when people leave their mundane or their usual environments, they assume a different personality, so to speak. They assume a different personality and then they move to a different place where they go through some sort of right. So originally, the liminality theory was to test or to examine people's right of passage as they went through life. So we looked at this theory, the theory of liminality. We considered three aspects proposed by the theory of liminality. One, we looked at separation. We also looked at the second one, the liminal threshold or transition. And then also we considered the re-entry stage. Now, we to better explain the experiences, the deep experiences that dark diaspora tourists have, we considered to add another theory to it, which was the stimulus organism response theory. Basically, it suggests that people have a stimuli, or in our context, we say they have a motivation, a pre-travel uh, purpose for traveling, and then they go through the experience. They go through the experience, which is the organism. And then after going through that experience, they have a response to it. So we try to connect the two theories and then we manage to get similarities between the theories. One was that there was a pre-experience assessment by the participants. And then also two, during their experiences, they went through some emotional and then experiential assessment of their experiences. And then also we looked at the psychological impact, how the experiences impacted them. Of course, it would have been a nice idea to look at uh, their experiences post-travel, especially many years after they have traveled, whether uh, they still held that pre-existing ideas or conceptions after their initial uh, impactful tours, mm. but maybe that would take a different study to look yeah. at. Interesting. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the findings. What what did you what did you find? 
in general, generally, and then in line with the IPA, we looked out for the experiences and then we went deeper into the experiences. So we had four themes, four major themes that emerged from our study. We also had sub themes, but then let's focus on maybe the, just the major themes for now. The first theme we uncovered was the enlightenment, the theme of enlightenment. Over here, we were more interested in their pre-travel expectations before they traveled, what were their expectations about the country, one, and then also about what they were expected to experience when they traveled to the destinations. So that is one of the themes that emerged. They talked over here about the family drive, the fact that they traveled either with their families or they traveled to see relatives that they had created in the African homeland. Also, some were interested in cultural learning, cultural learning and uh, the theme of enlightenment. And then also language drive was also quite important for them. For a number of them, the theme, the idea of homeliness, homeliness was also quite important for them. And then apart from enlightenment, we also discovered visceral conflicts, visceral conflict. For this, because the experiences evoked a lot of emotions, at times they tended to conflict in a way. So one person says, I am happy to be here, but I am sad that this took place in the past. So we called this visceral conflict. The third thing we uncovered was identity dilemma. Identity dilemma. For this one, there were people who had to contemplate whether they belonged to the diaspora community, whether they had to create a new community for themselves. So yet it fitted well with the theory of liminality because in a way they were in limbo. They were not really sure where they actually found themselves. Finally, finally, renegotiation of their diasporic experiences was also another issue that came up. After going through the experiences, how did they expect to live moving forward? They actually gave a lot of interesting answers. For example, one of them who was 73 years old said that, I'm 73 years old and to my last breath, it will be Africa. I hope that more people will come to Africa. So basically this is what the person is saying. Another person also talked about the fact that I have been here, I've gone through the experience, but the experience should not end over there. I will bring my children, then hopefully my church members to also join in the experience. So these were the key themes that we uncovered in our study. It was quite interesting because most of the time, researchers just look at a preconceived idea of visitors' experience. So we just give the visitors a list, a checklist of experiences to take, but it doesn't really bring out what the visitor is actually going through. So I think our study is really, really important, not only for the literature, but even for destination managers, including my country, Ghana, as well. Yeah, that, that, uh, very, very interesting and important work that you're doing. I, I should have earlier said that your 
at uh, the Faculty of Hospitality and Tourism Management in, in Macau at the University of Science and Technology in, in Macau, but originally from Ghana, as you mentioned. So how how do you feel as, uh, as someone from Ghana when you know, you're researching this topic and um, would you like to share about uh, the, the importance of the topic or, or as, as, a, as someone from Ghana, why it's uh, important? Oh, yes, sure. For someone who is from Ghana, I have actually visited study sites a number of times because I also studied over there in Ghana. Each time I go there, it's almost like a new experience for me. At times I go into the slave dungeons and then I almost relive the experiences that people, my ancestors went through. So this topic is very, very important for me. And I believe it's also very important for the people in the diaspora community, because for a lot of them, this is the first time they visited Africa. Uh, if I am not mistaken, let me check about 31 people. This is the first time they visited Africa and they went through these emotional experiences. And then some of them tend to share it on Twitter and other platforms. Unfortunately, at times, these experiences are not always positive. There are times people break down. There are times people have very bad memories or what we call secondhand memories of what their ancestors went through. And then they feel they have to punish the perpetrators, the Europeans who did that. So I believe a study of this nature is very useful if we really want to address issues, topics that are very sensitive, that are considered to be taboo, especially in a day where we still have racial discrimination in parts of the world, where people feel they are discriminated based on the color of their skin or based on some other indicators. We need this topic to be able to address some of these, these issues, to know the experiences that people are going through. It becomes a channel for people to also share their views with the rest of the world. It's uh, so important. Yeah. We can say tourism is uh, a little, is, is very hedonic, can be superficial, but I, I mean, these are really fundamental, you know, questions that mm. uh, we answer. So visitors talking about who are we and... Uh, yes, where do we come from is also yeah. another important right. issue. Right, yeah. and, uh, and how do we relate to others? For some of them who actually had, who were biracial, right? Yeah. It was a huge question for them. If I am half black, half European, where do I really fall? Do right. I get a chance to be angry? Do I get a chance to reconcile? These are important issues. Yes, sorry, identity is, is what I, I meant. Yeah, addresses issues of identity. So, so really important. We're just coming to the end. So, is there anywhere? Is there any topics based on this research you'd like to explore uh, further, or where, where would you like to take this, or see other scholars work in this area? I think this topic has opened the way for a lot of possible research. And even one of the reviewers who reviewed the paper brought that issue forward. For example, the experiences of first-time visitors against those who had been here previously. Can we really tell whether first-time visitors are more emotional or less emotional? For me, I have been there many times, but then it's always a new experience for me. So mm. I think researchers can also look at that aspect as well. And then also there is more opportunity to explore 
the topic from different perspectives. This study was conducted in Ghana. We can also do the same in other places, other places. The transatlantic slave trade did, did not only occur in Africa, it also did occur in South America and then the what they call the Newfoundland as well as European countries. Can we explore this topic in those aspects? Then there is the issue of dark diaspora tourism. I, if I am not mistaken, many researchers have not really looked at the intersection between diaspora tourism and dark tourism. So I think a lot of researchers can also take advantage of that. In terms of method, they could also adapt perhaps a quantitative method to try to uncover uh, whether the experiences that were gone through by the visitors, whether it's actually generalized or maybe it's just a section of people. So yes, there are a lot of research opportunities for people. Excellent. Well, I want to leave it there, but uh, I mean, there's so much more we can we can talk about, but I will leave it there and uh, encourage listeners to uh, read the full paper that can be found on uh, uh, Tourism uh, Geographies uh, Journal. And the title of the paper that is recently published is Dark Diaspora Tourism, Experiences and Meanings in Liminal Spaces. And I was talking to Felix Otto from the Faculty of Hospitality and Tourism Management, Macau University of Science and Technology in Macau. So uh, thanks for speaking with us, Felix. Thank you so much, Steve. All right, have a good day. All right, have a good day too. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Tourism Geographies podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Should you have any ideas, questions or comments that you'd like to feed through to the production team of the Tourism Geographies podcast, please feel free to make contact with us. To find out more about Tourism Geographies, the journal, you can go to Google and type in Tourism Geographies and soon enough you'll be directed to our journal website. Until next time, take care and safe travels.